When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. All right, my talkers, it is Thursday, 4 o'clock, and we're hanging out with Lori and Julia. I can just feel the weekend. I know you guys can as well. What's in store for us now? Well, you know, yesterday, like right before we got on the show, you know, we learned that Robbie Robertson um, had passed away. Rock legend, Robbie Robertson, I should say. And and then he's lead singer of the band, the band, the band. And the reason why they were called the band is they were the band to Bob Dylan. I was wondering why does thank you for clarifying why, does why they became the band. That's why they became known as the band. The Robbie Robertson, you know, and the other people in the band, Levon Hal, they were Bob Dylan's backup band. He was on tour with Bob Dylan when Bob went. I don't know if it was acoustic or in nineteen sixty five, and when they they got booed everywhere they went. Everywhere they went, because Dylan was changing what he was doing. Sure. I can't. I'm not enough of a that I can speak to that. But uh, they just would go on to the next town and play. But they just were simply called the band. They didn't have a name, and that's why and, they. Be, that's why they're known as the band. And their last performance is filmed by Martin Scorsese in the amazing concert documentary, The Last Waltz. Okay, so do you understand from an average person, yes. if someone says, oh my God, have you seen The Last Waltz? I'd be like, yeah. I, I would think it'd be about a dancing thing, about something else. Yeah, but it's had an anniversary and there's been such an explosion of people really falling into watching documentaries about music and stuff. Think about it, Martin Scorsese, when he makes this documentary in 1973 we didn't really have concert documentaries so they broke up in 73 yes he i mean he's a we'll we'll, you know but that's how far back he goes scorsese says can i film you guys at the Fillmore?" and the band is going to be breaking up i think we hear that from okay a cbs sunday morning but um if you want to the Wham documentary, you know, oh, the yeah, that's so good. any of these great, the Wrecking Crew, mm-hmm. uh, you can thank Marty Scorsese for, you know, really making a movie that documents this, uh, a band and everything about it with artistry and telling the story. And so did this, you see this, the last Wells? Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I saw it once a long time wow. ago. And then during the pandemic, okay. Casey had never seen it. And I was just absolutely appalled <laughs> because we've gone to see the last Waltz tribute show at the caboose. It's right, called the big right. pink. That was the name of the house that the band lived in. Okay. And it's an iconic night of music. So if you are looking for a music documentary, You've never seen The Last Waltz. Watch it because you cannot believe, you know, Neil Diamond, um, 
Van Morrison, the Staple Singers. Right. I mean, it is just a, a incredible who's who mm-hmm. of who was at, you know, Bob Dylan shows up um, of people that were at the height of their fame, I suppose, or coming up in the, you know, late 60s, early 70s. But here's only CBS Morning did a tribute to Robbie. I mean, they Other shows mentioned it, but they didn't have a package. And I yep. suppose they did it because... One of the guys um, from CBS Sunday Morning did uh, an interview with him in 2016. So they, so they had footage. Yeah. The band's timeless blend of blues, gospel, and rock left an indelible mark on American music. At their center, Canadian-born lead guitarist and songwriter Robbie Robertson. I spoke with Robertson for CBS Sunday Morning in 2016 about the band's rapid rise and equally rapid breakup partially due to drug use among its members. It came to a place, and then I said, why don't we bring this episode to a conclusion? A beautiful musical conclusion. The band played their farewell concert on Thanksgiving Day in 1976, immortalized in Martin Scorsese's iconic film, The Last Waltz. I'm not big on retracing my footsteps and going back to things. You know, I'm much more curious about what's around the next corner and what the next challenge is. A musical pioneer until the very end. And Scorsese posted a really lovely tribute because he worked with Robbie on almost all of his movies, mm-hmm. doing uh, doing the movie or, or you know doing stuff. And last night in Chicago, Bruce Springsteen did pay tribute to Robbie Robertson. He performed in this great song, "I'll See You in My Dreams," and he said this to my good friend Robbie Robertson. And he's got a two night stand or three night stand at Wrigley Field. Oh, fun! Yeah, and um. And so, you know, like Springsteen, Robbie Robertson developed his musical chops on the Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. And in the mid-60s, and specifically for Robbie at the former Tony Martz in uh, Summer's Point with the band. And, um, y- you know, uh, Springsteen is the last member of, he was in a group called the Castiles on the Jersey Shore. That that was his first band, mm-hmm. and he's the last surviving member of oh, it and stuff. Wow. So that whole letter to you. Anyway, so he dedicated uh, that song last night, and people were pretty, uh, you know, hyped about it. Because he, Bruce, he pretty much sticks to the same set list. Oh, you okay. Know? But he's doing four hours. I mean, it's just incredible how good he is. And I hope he's still ripping open his shirt. You know, well, he's the same age as because Rick if Springfield. You can, if you can, how fun is that? Yeah, he did. He did. He works out all the time. I mean, these yeah. guys, yeah. That's yeah, 73 awesome. is the new 53, I'm telling you. Is I that love it? it? Earlier, you called Martin Marty, and I'm like, so you guys... Uh, oh, yeah, Martin. Like you That's what I've done so many... Inter- I've listened to so many interviews, He's and nobody Marty. refers to him... As Martin? No. As Martin, it's oh. Marty. Oh, okay, cool. Same with Bobby De Niro, but I don't... I always say Robert De Niro, Robert. but I feel like Marty, I've been a fan of his movies. I and, loved it. It was it was cool. It was nice and uh, But anyway, he posted something really sweet about uh, Robbie Robertson. What and, a name. I know it. Right, it's like right. Bobby Benson. Great night. Yeah, it is. It's like Robin <laughs> Robertson, too. Yeah, Robin Robertson. Yeah. I love her name, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, I, I got to recommend The Last Waltz. Uh, it's just really an incredible document, music documentary yeah. if you're a fan of it. And it takes place it at down. the Fillmore in San Francisco. That's cool. Love it. Yeah.
And they knew, the band knew that they were going to break up. They had announced this is our last show. And that's why, and Scorsese had no money. Yeah. You know, and he was like, I just want to film it. He had this idea because in 1973, Marty is, you know. An up and coming filmmaker. Up and coming filmmaker. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. For me. The song Up on Cripple Creek yeah. was one of the songs that made me fall in love with classic rock as a young yeah. man. Like when I heard that song, I'm like, this just has that country, soul, yes. rock, everything about it. And I just remember like, I'm in. And then it was just classic rock for me. From and that point remember, forward. the band is also, you know, sets itself apart from other rock and roll bands because Levon Helm is the drummer and they have the drum kit up front. Not oh, behind, yeah, because, he's because okay. he does the lead on I stuff. That. So that was very unique and unique, yeah, and all That's of that. Cool. But yeah, the band broke up because of drugs and everything. Yeah, you know? But they knew it. They called it. Yeah, no dragging it out. And then he just went on to the next thing. So anyway, here's to you, Robbie Robertson. All right, mm-hmm. we will be right back with random thoughts. Hey guys, Lori and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. I played tennis last night with a friend of mine that always um, relies on David. Like, he's a realtor, and whenever yeah. whenever she sees First Equity, she, like, always le- veers her clients to these people to, you know, sell a house to because she knows it will get done right. But the, people have a lot of questions right now about mortgages, about debt, um, you know, the high, high rates on credit cards. And I pay mine off all the time. But for some reason, payment was late and it was $40. And I'm like, yeah, I can't even imagine if you get behind month over month. Yeah, that was one of the things like Rebecca Jarvis did. She's like, if you have even $5,000 in credit card debt and you have any equity in your home, you need to remortgage, even if it is at a higher percent. Because you're paying so much. Because seven is different than 28 or whatever it's at right now. Yeah, 23, 24 or something like that. Call Mm -hmm. First Equity today, 763-251-5000. And keyword Dave. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so if you were like me, and when I went and saw the movie Barbie, there was no Barbie box to take a photo in. Bummer. Let me tell you where there still is one. Okay. At Potluck, which is kind of the, <laughs> at Potluck at Rosedale. Oh, in the food court In the there? food court called Potluck, they still have the Barbie box. Oh, perfect. Up, if cool. people want to take a picture still for that, it is there. It is ready to go. Good to know. It is ready to go. Because um, those were so cute, Brittany. Oh, I, saw, I saw all kinds of people. In everyone photos. was in one. We were not. I did not think Highland Theater would have a Barbie box. No, no. The lobby isn't big enough. No, I thought AMC Invergrove would have it, though. Right. But they you don't. Thought of, I did. No. But the Barbie box is not even in the theater at Rosedale, it's in the potluck restaurant yeah, area. Nice. All right. So that is that. Done. Chuck. Um, I want to give a shout out to. Um, a sophomore at the University of Minnesota who won a national figure skating title. Figure? Figure. figure. We're going to hear more about Ren Warren Jacobson. Really? She earned her first national title last week. And um, she just wants everybody to know. I and mean, she was like way above everybody. So there might be a little Minnesota connection mm. when ice skating comes back around. Okay. Um, there's an article about, do you guys know what coins mean on a gravestone? No, I don't. All right. So this is the deal. They are. Wait, let me guess. Is it is it so that when you get to the gates of heaven or to cross you've the paid river, your way in. you've got you've got <laughs> coin to pay. 
No, actually, oh. it's a military thing. Oh, oh yeah, it's, the military coins. Yes. That's what I was. That's but, the only thing that came to my mind. Okay, so here said it. I know, but I was yeah. thinking it can't. Like, why would because you know, they exchange these? You know, the tokens, those military tokens. That isn't this. Oh, okay, it's on sorry. The let, let me. Right? This is on the headstone when people leave them on the top of the headstone. So it's a total military thing, and here's what they mean. So if you see a penny oh. on a gravestone, this signifies that the person has visited the headstone. And um, it doesn't matter if you're family, friend, fellow service mentor. It just means someone was there. A nickel on the gravestone means that the visitor who left went to boot camp with the person that's buried there. Oh. If you see a dime on the gravestone, it signifies that the visitor served with the deceased military member. Mm-hmm. Wow. A dime. Uh-huh. That's what I'm going to put on my dad's uh, gravestone, because I was in the military with him the whole 17 there years. There you go. You put dime on him. <laughs> and seeing a quarter has a heavy association. Oh. If you notice a quarter, this signifies that the previous visitor was present when this soldier passed away. Oh, wow. This is I never awesome. knew. I never heard of any of that. This is really cool. I kind of thought that was a I good one. I love that. I thought that was a good one. Yeah. Um, uh, if you think people are going fast in Minnesota during the month of July, um, the department, highway department had an initiative to try to stop the speeding cars mm-hmm. because we heard about the football player doing whatever it was. 140 or right. something. <laughs> yeah. Someone did 152 in Eden Prairie, wow. 140. Um, two, um, you know, a dad and a son were racing in Wadenia. They did 72 in a 45 zone. So speeding has just been, and I, I drive freeways a lot because that's how I get to work, and so do you, Grant. But I see the cars racing. The oh, yeah, the and weavers. They, and they're yeah. passing on the right-hand lane. It doesn't matter, so you can't, like, you just have to be more extra careful. But that um, we gave out in the month, we. Yeah, uh, you in the state Officers <laughs> from 291 participating departments in the state of Minnesota wrote a total of 20,657 tickets. Oh, That's a lot. I would love to know the amount of money that brought in. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they replenished this, the snow removal coffers. There you go. Yeah, and yeah. the potholes. Come and on. The now. potholes. Do something. And 47 of those were for motorists exceeding 100 miles an hour. Oh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yikes. So there's Slow there's down. your ticket update. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've noticed this on I have an apple. Everyone does in the world except for you, Lori. Julia, there's <laughs> there's there's twenty percent of us that are Android I, phone. Lovers. All right, for your twenty percent, the number. I love this it. is for the Apple folks. So the end call button is being moved. On, oh, in your new I'm update. sure it was someplace stupid. No, it was right there. Okay. And it was the call. beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel
So out of habit, if you click where it used to be, you will accidentally FaceTime someone. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. The old FU button now turns to FaceTime. It does. Oh, God. So the end call button is in a different spot. Instead of at the middle of the bottom, it's at the bottom right corner. Oh, that is so dumb. Apple, I'm surprised people stay with them. (laughs) They change the cords. They do all these little... These little fakakta things, I don't get it. Well, they're easier to use than your phone for us but, who use them. But, I mean, the, but, it should just be right there on the front of your screen, the end of the phone call. It is. It but, is. But I'm going to tell you there something else. Yeah. There is a shortcut. Mm. Um, if you're driving and you have Apple Play on in your car and you unplug your phone and you're talking to someone, you used to think, you Grant, you could hit the green button, like go back to the phone. Yep, yeah. You can't get there. Oh, that doesn't work anymore. Oh, you're so, mm, they're getting a little tricky with these mm-hmm. little, little uh, upgrades. So that's a little that's a stupid one and frustrating. So I just agree. know. Yeah. T- today's National Lazy Day. Oh, hey, yo. you know, it uh-huh. is very good to be lazy. Make time in your life to be lazy. Mm-hmm. I, I would I would agree. agree. Be lazy. Um, a concert goer to Pink's concert at Fenway Park. Had a baby on the way. She was 31 weeks oh, along. My. And she named her baby after um, pink, but it's a boy, and so she named it um, after Corey Hart's last name because Pink took her husband's last name of um, Hart. Mm-hmm. So the baby's name Asian A Y C E N Hart Asian Asian Hart Asian Hart. That's hmm. so yeah. I thought that was kind like of an Ace of Hearts. Did Pink acknowledge? She like did, did somebody tweet her or something? I, I that haven't she had a baby? seen that. I didn't see the acknowledgement because Pink does a lot of interaction with her fans. I was looking at her Twitter account and Instagram, and she she engages with people who tweet at her from concerts. God, she's awesome. She is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> she is awesome. Here's a little fact. One hour of chewing gum can burn off all, all the calories you gain from eating one Pringle. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I was real getting excited for that one. I was like, ooh, what are we going to yeah, get rid of here? Be? I know. A I'm Pringle. like, that. that is nothing. <laughs> How about the handful of dots I ate this afternoon? The, I'd have dots to go are fattening. I know dots and Twizzlers are fattening. I know. That's why we love them the best. <laughs> that's, that's... But you would think we liked them because there was no carbs, you know, but isn't sugar carb? I don't know. Why did we like I do, those? I just liked them because I like I like chewing them. Yes. I love the chewing yeah. thing. I do. Oh. And I like, I don't know why I like that. It's a mindless candy, both. Dots are so good. It, it really is. Mm-hmm. I want to let people know because we're out tomorrow. Um, the Irish Fair of Minnesota is this weekend. Yes, and it it's is. at Harry and Island, Harriet Island. It's so much fun. I'll be out there with the dog. Are you, you you're gonna yeah. go? When are you gonna go, Grant? On Saturday. On Saturday. Yeah. It is so much fun. There's and- a big wolfhound section there. There's a big whole gathering of all of us wolfhound owners and you can oh, come fun. pet them all and it's, it's like the corvette and porsche can yeah, community, all, the wolfhound people <laughs> and fun. they they have such fun music and they have great shopping there too they do yeah. they, they have do. good shopping and food there. they've like, got some good food down there too. and they have beer and stuff i oh, yeah. went to it once and it was the year that casey 2000 and um three four would have been no we'd been on the air four years and Casey got in a motorcycle accident Seven. the week before. So it would have been the like oh, wow. the week before this. And he was at Regions. Oh yeah, right there. And and I I did, just didn't know what to do. And I remember 
thinking, well, we're, you know, I'm not at the Blues Fest or whatever, and I, this is so surreal. And I walked down to the, and I'll tell you that that festival just cheered me up for like it does. a good three hours. It, it just made me forget about all the worry and stuff. And we need to give a shout out yeah. to Salad Girl Dressing. They're yeah. celebrating their 15th year. Wow. Congratulations, Pam and Jim. They're very bottle. And if you go to saladgirl.com, you can click to get a dollar off coupon. They have a really great story of how they started and there's great recipes there too. Salad I have it on my salad today. Yeah. Love the it. lemon citrus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Anywho. Hey everybody, Lori and Julia here for Hammernick's Flooring Solution, uh, Solutions and um, okay, so couple of testimonials. Um, here's one. We have nothing but great things to share about our experience with Hammernick's Flooring. From start to finish, we were treated wonderfully. This is from Gary, by the way. And the staff delivered on all the promises they made to us, especially meeting the deadlines that we'd agreed with. And in particular, our project manager and interior designer, Brenda, always went the extra mile to make sure that we were satisfied throughout the entire project. We strongly Recommend Hammernix to plan and carrying out any flooring project of any size you might have. So I love that. That and, is very and good. And you know, they have their flooring superstores in, in um, New Hope on Bass Lake Road in 169, in St. Paul on Rice Street, and the new the new one in Rochester. And I'm telling you, the people are what make a place besides the product and the pricing. That's and they're right. wonderful at Hammernix. Tell them the girl sent you. Well, somebody check on Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles. Uh, <laughs> he was out. Boy, he really is good buddies with James Corden. I know they are. They were out in an event, something in London, and uh, it was James and his wife and Harry. And that's why if you've seen a name, you're like, who is this Taylor Russell? Why are these headlines? Taylor Russell, she's an actor, and she was in... The movie with Timothy Chalamet called Bones and All that was set in Minnesota. And it was about the, um, they were cannibals. Yes, they were Timothy cannibals. Timothy Chalamet. I never saw and t- it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember Chris oh. Hewitt telling yeah. us about it. And oh. Yeah, they were cannibals. And oh. Timothy Chalamet and I think Taylor, her character, they were the lovers who dined on other people together. Oh, Lord. I'm... And so, watermelon sugar meets bones and all. And they <laughs> seemed very cozy. And, um, you know, we're not caring that anyone saw them, you know, with the, he's not trying to, like, hide anything. No. But, but I She's thought, really cute. Very. And, like, his age. Yeah, 29. 29, yeah. So, he's pretty much confirmed. She's been in escape room. Lost in space. Yeah, I yeah, didn't. I, I, I didn't oh. recognize her. Yeah, you'd have to look at her because we did watch that we show, love, Lost yeah. in Space. That was yeah, so was good. Great show. I know that's another show that could be added to the list. Yes, uh, that is that good. It's it's so good. Fantastic. Really, it's so different and unique. Yeah. All right. I mean, if you actually like, people, well, Rot- Rotten Tomatoes gave it an eighty-four. It's amazing. It, it, tell us if you like what. It will if you liked for all mankind. You'd like Lost in Space because it's not like the Lost in Space sixties show. Did Casey like for all mankind? Loved. He did. All and right. and Lost in Space. Really? Yeah, because they're they're dramas with okay with a, Edge. Yeah, the Edge and and there's such a you you would never think that you would fall in love with a robot. 
Yeah, I know. I mean, is that yeah. lost in space? Yes, yeah, lost in space. All you know, right, Will lost. Robinson's. You know, there's danger. There's danger, real Will danger. Robinson. Danger, Will I Robinson. Watched the cartoon oh. Yeah, up. that's the only thing that's the same. But they, they, it's so because cr- it was, a, it was originally creative. shown in the '60s. Yeah, I watched it for a couple seasons. I oh, think yeah, it was. We yeah, totally watched it. Yeah, my dad did too. And then he's like, "You got to check out this remake of it and love it, love it." Three okay, seasons. it's on Netflix. Yes. yes, very, very good. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Um. Uh, Halle Berry is in the news, Julia, and I like, well, she's, she's uh, spoke to women's health um, about nothing acting. She, I, I, I love this. I love that. She seems to just like this guy that she's been with this Van Hunt, I think his name, he's a singer, songwriter. They're like the same age. She seems like she's the happiest that she's ever been. And I quite enjoy her Instagram. Um, I like the little inspirational or just kind of a, a wink and a nod. I, I, I just appreciate. And then people like will yell at her and they age shame her. What, what 50 year old woman poses in a bikini. And I always oh, want to yell back one the one that can. Yes. She, hello. Um, but anyway, she was talking with, uh, women's health, and one of the things she want that I guess she approached them about wanting to have the conversation is the way we think about menopause. Oh, we've all wanted everyone to talk about this, right? But it's been so. Here's just Halle Berry, just uh, you know, getting real about uh, menopause, perimenopause, menopause, because menopause is really just technically one day to the last day of your last period. Right. A lot of what is considered perimenopause for men i would call it andopause or maybe manopause but it's the time when your hormones are sinking to the bottom of the floor your testosterone is dropping your estrogen is dropping for men your estrogen goes up your testosterone goes down women their their estrogen plummets so does their progesterone and their testosterone goes up. So the old saying, women get esty and men get testy. Because Question. men are having all these feelings with all this estrogen. Okay. So it's a hormonal thing. And for most people, it like starts late 40s. And yes. for men, the same thing? Same too? thing. That was going to be my question. And okay. I yeah. always think that as a routine thing, if I were the doctor of America that could just make um, rulings, I would ask that every person in america at the age of 36 their sex symbol birthday they get their blood tested and they have their thyroid and their all their hormones, all their hormones i did that tested. today actually yeah progesterone oh. estrogen so testosterone yep. so you get a baseline of yep. where you are because maybe you're a higher yep. level person instead of in the mm-hmm. range so i call it the pet test with two t's <laughs> Progesterone, estrogen, thi- um, testosterone, testosterone, thyroid. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, I just so- had a friend asked me about this yesterday. Wow. And wow. she's like, oh my God, I just gained 10 pounds. And I, you have overnight. no progesterone right. and your body, it's very similar to when you're a young person and you're going into puberty and you have an influx of testosterone <laughs> and you yeah, know yeah. but for young women, they get an influx of estrogen and progesterone and you get you pad up. You get breasts, your hips fill out, you oh, know. okay. So then the damn thing on the way out, uh, the fading of the hormones, which you can replace, uh, you know, talk to your doctor. It gives you, you know, Panya de Amor, sides of love overnight. 
Oh. And it just springs forward. It and just it can make out. you be a total witch. Yes. And it can make mean. you super tired and it can give you hot flashes. Everyone goes through it differently. Yeah. Wow. As opposed to Erica Jane, Ozempic Erica Jane, telling us she lost, <laughs> she lost weight, and became incredibly skinny due to hormonal hinting that it was menopause, it was and we're crazy. like, what? You're the first woman in the history of the world because men also will get, yep, they will get uh, mm-hmm. belly fat and stuff like that from their hormones going down. So Hallie isn't giving the good advice that Julie and I are giving you right now, but I like what she's saying. And in my mind, I think it's the first time we've ever seen a Hollywood actress be as frank as she is. Okay. All right. You bravo indeed. Barry says that she is smack dab in the middle of menopause and she wants to challenge the preconceived notions about this stage of life and empower more women to not only accept it, but celebrate it. This morning, Oscar-winning actress Halle Berry pushing back forcefully against harmful stigmas associated with menopause. I am challenging everything I thought I knew about menopause. Like, your life is over. You are disposable. Society no longer has a place for you. You should retire. You should pack it up. I'm challenging all of those stereotypes. The 56-year-old star telling Women's Health magazine she is solidly in her womanhood, embracing this season of life and encouraging more women to proudly do the same. I'm my best self now that I reached 56 years old. I have the most to offer. Barry emphasizing the importance of openly talking about menopause so more women feel comfortable sharing their own experiences, something doctors say is essential to normalizing what can be sensitive changes. As we start to have these very important conversations, it allows us to demystify it. We're able to communicate about what we're experiencing so women don't feel as alone. When you're having those conversations, you can really start to empower yourself through education. Barry also urging women to own wherever they are in life. Take your time and figure yourself out. You don't have to be rushed, you don't have to be forced. It's not a race. And Barry credits exercise with helping her feel in touch with her body. She says it's not about how you look, but feeling strong and comfortable in your own skin. And she also says breaking this taboo surrounding menopause starts with women being comfortable talking to other women about it. We know that's true, guys. Absolutely. Good for her. Yay, Halle Berry, right? Right. And then she also went on to tell Women's Health that, you know, when, when they do get back to working or whatever... She has, because, you know, we see her acting and, like, she kind of did that action movie. Oh, yeah. She got really fit for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she just said, now is important to her. Now that I'm a woman in my 50s, the bleep at 50s, as my Auntie Claudia Mm -hmm. just said, oh, my head, so much fun. I was, like, dreading turning 50. And my aunt was like, I'd give anything to do my 50s all over again. So much fun. But uh, she wants to know, like, what is the point of view I'm going to look at well, who's writing this? And she's, I think, maybe maybe going to be doing more producing when it all of this like is yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, good for I like that about you, Halle Berry. And I like that Sophia Coppola, thank you, gave us another still from the movie, the Priscilla movie, which oh. I can't wait to hear the gossip because the word is that only Priscilla is happy with this movie. Right. Oh. Right. Because she wrote this, it's her memoir that she wrote in 1986 and she and Elvis got divorced like maybe 74 or 5 or wow. something. So she wrote it 9 or 10 years after. And remember, Priscilla dates 
Robert Kardashian before oh, yeah. he's with, or maybe, no, he dates her. She dates him after, after he's Chris. divorced from Chris. Chris. Oh. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't know what, you know, we'll see, but I think this movie is young. I think it's Priscilla and Elvis from meeting up until um, their divorce. Just like, you know, the Elvis one, you know, ended. Yeah. Before everything, you know, it ends at a certain point. So I watched, I did something. Okay, so is that picture posted, Lori? It's posted, and it's their wedding photo, which we've all seen a million times of them in Vegas with her high, iconic bouffant hair. High bouffant. Okay, so yesterday we talked about... Yes. Excuse me. Um, Kim versus Kanye, the divorce, and you were going to hate watch it for us? I didn't, didn't, never did. I peeked at it. Yeah. I peeked at it um, because I just didn't want to... It was just more this morning, and I didn't want to get into. Did you and forget? Just like and that. just like you didn't no, want to have I, time I, to watch I the whole thing. I savor that. Yeah. I just want to watch it when I have time and mm-hmm. don't have to feel like I'm working. Um, Kim versus Kanye, the divorce. So it's just two two episodes, and basically for me, it was um, talking heads. No, it's just kind of Chris Connell's on it, you know, from ABC, and mm-hmm. it's it's just giving a historic look at where were these two lives when they met, what was their past. I didn't get it, and they have one divorce attorney talking, mm. um, and then I think they have a couple more. It 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 was just a peek into it's a historical look because there's so much footage. Are they historical? Two. Well, all right, it's a it's a <sighs> look into their past. Just like, thinking about like looking, where they were where when they, they got were, together, and they seem right, like a magical where couple. Kim that was, was in even love. before that. How she always wanted to be famous when she was Paris Hilton, stylish and, and closet cleaner. You know, just kind of <laughs> closet cleaner. Well, she was doing her closet. Yeah. And they were, fr- you know, it just yeah, goes yeah, back yeah. to Kanye as a kid. And when his mom right. died, the impact of that. So it's just a little more historical is what I was just trying to say. I didn't get, I watched it for 20 minutes. All right. So I didn't get into like the dirty, dirty, down and dirty. Yeah. But, but it they talks were, about- they were like, you kind of were thinking, because I remember thinking, okay, I hope that this is her happily ever after, because that when she got married to Chris Humphreys, it was so cringy and painful and people magazine no, paid for it and and, and we yes. anyone who watched the kardashians you knew it wasn't going to ever work between these two it's like who is who is encouraging this <laughs> it's like the show was being produced by chris jenner well do you remember too i remember i was watching at that point in time and that, they had the wedding and they're like just so you know they're no longer together people magazine special wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i remember watching yeah. that yeah oh god but the I thing about so this funny. is looking back at the genius of Chris Jenner, at the marketing True. genius of Chris Jenner to take yeah. did every- it make you sad about for Kanye? Like, cause like he um, where where he hard, is now. It's hard where he is now because he's we know he's been diagnosed yeah. with a mental illness and doesn't medicate it, yeah. and he's out there. And so one of the things is you do feel some empathy for his, but you also feel empathy for Kim. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. to be with someone who's, yeah, that you know, does, yeah, yeah, it goes yeah. into when he ran for president in oh. 2020 and her leaving and filing for divorce immediately after because he talked about them wanting to have an abortion for North. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out loud to everybody. Yeah, yeah. And that was her tipping point. It was. So, it was just, so you did learn something. I did. All right. Okay, listen, we come back. Uh, we're going to Hollywood speak of former BFF sitting in general admission. All right, Lori and Julia here for Learning Our X, and we're so proud to be working for, with them so many years. It's one-on-one brain training that works. And 
you can brain training can work for kids, teens, adult, adults, any it can help age, right? For any learning differences that your your loved one or yourself might be experiencing for academic development, and um, through one-on-one training sessions, they help kids at an early age build learning skill skills that are foundational skills for reading and math. They help adults improve memory, attention, and overall cognitive performances. And when students are having trouble with homework and taking tests, they help them find the root cause and become more confident learners and open up different pathways. This is a brilliant thing. And again, to get a hold of Learning Rx, just call 952-949-6900. Mention Lori and Julia so you get $100 off your assessment. Well, let's see. Carly Claus showed up to the Eras Tour in general admission. Now, give, if give none of that means none of that means anything to you, you're not a Taylor Swift fan. Okay? I, I know That's what it a means. Hollywood speak. But, but what but, does it mean? Well, it means these two used to be besties, yes. and then something uh, happened. I don't know what it was. The something that happened is Scooter Braun. Okay, how how does he? Carly, have? Jared. Uh, excuse me. Um, she married. She's married to Josh Kushner, Jared okay. Kushner's brother. Okay. Um, but it's her friendship with Scooter Braun, the music executive who purchased her master recordings for three hundred and thirty million, only then to sell them to a private equity company. So Taylor and Carly have not been t- together publicly since twenty nineteen. Just because, because they have the same manager? No, they don't have the same manager. Scooter Braun is a, but she is a friendship. She and her husband have a friendship. Oh, wow. And okay. So, and of course, there were also the rumors that these two, Taylor, were lesbians. And, yeah, Gaylor is yeah. their name. Yeah. Is Gaylor is the name. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> anyway, um, so anyway, I just think the story with these two is they were just two really good friends who got along until they didn't. Right. right. And, but she did show up in general admission and was later somebody spotted and someone into and was escorted to the VIP area. Oh, but I do like that. She just bought regular old tickets, course. you know, I do too. And wasn't calling. Yeah. Her friends. Yeah. Calling in a the friend who she hasn't seen in, yeah. you know, six years. So um, anyway, Twitter and TikTok were on fire, on fire until a little bit later in the show. When things calmed down. No, when uh, You Need to Calm Down was already over and Taylor made an announcement at the end of the night. Oh, We'll play it in a little bit. Okay, so uh, Kate, Chastain, Kate Chastain, do you know who that is? She's on Below Deck. No. She's in the Bravo universe. Okay. Anyway, she, um, and a fan favorite, I'd like to say, and she was asked about um, the Real Housewives of New York City with an entirely new cast, right? Okay. And she said, I hope this is just a learning lesson for all of us in karma. (laughs) And you just never know if you're rude to someone. They could be taking over your TV show years down the road and telling you that you're not nice. And yep, that's you, Ramona. Cause Ramona was called, has been called out about being not so nice. I forget to which one of the housewives, the New York, she has a reputation of, of course being the does. rudest. Yes. I believe that. Uh, to other Bravo people mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Like hands down at Bravo right. can con. 
Lisa Rinna might have been the hated person last year by the fans, but the fans, a lot of fans, and almost all universally, the Bravo celebrities, Ramona is the rudest. She pretends not to know you, not to know your name, asks you to take a picture of her with somebody else. I and- absolutely love that. <laughs> okay, I've got one for you. So the other- oh, it was Cy. Oh. It was Cy who dropped the receipts that oh, all right. Ramona was a total biatch to her at Art Basel in Miami and had receipts. I love that. Yeah. Um, Jeff Lewis says when he was talking about Kyle Richards the other night on Watch What Happens Live mm-hmm. that she was an a lesbian on Ozempic. Yeah. That his comment was just a joke because he says, listen, Kyle and I are friends, but all right, I'll say it. She's a. Why didn't she tell me she was a, a, lesbian, a lesbian on Ozempic? Yeah, he's just, and he was yeah. making a joke, mm-hmm. but he he says someone caught up with him at um, later that night, TMZ. the next day. Actually, today they caught yeah. up with him, yeah, and said he was joking, and he texted Richards, but has not heard back. Yeah, well, she's busy, you know, trolling her. But I think it's very funny, and I would. <laughs> yeah, she, I feel like she I could know. handle that. No, Kyle is kind of thin-skinned. She, she can dish it out, but she can never take it. And she's also a woman that does the fake crying. Any time to get out of anything difficult. That takes so much energy. Well, it's a very successful strategy. I, you know, for for some people, they like to use it. But I have to just say, um, ladies and gentlemen, it is it is a boner crusher. Oh, crying. On all, yeah. whatever you like, you know, ladies, <laughs> it, you know, it's, it is. It, being a crybaby is just, oh. I can't think of any way to get get dumped faster. You're hysterical. <laughs> You're hysterical. Or, you know, okay. not to have a long-term thing. People just, it's too much. Mm-hmm. You can't cry over everything. Don't cry for me, Argentina. You can't. <laughs> you can't. All three of Save us Save it for there. when you read a really good book or watch yeah. a really good movie. Or, yeah. good or something really needs crying. Okay, Rob Lowe, he's, he, he didn't get the memo that you're not supposed to talk about shows. Uh-oh. But he was talking about a past one. Again, that's a struck show. Those things are being rerun somewhere. That SAG oh, okay. doesn't want you talking about anything. All right. But maybe he felt that what he was saying about the West because he said, "Oh, this is." I walked away from the most popular girl at school, but I also knew that it was a super unhealthy relationship, <laughs> and it was the best thing I ever did. So he hated Alan. He hated Aaron yeah. Sorkin. No, but Aaron Sorkin quit that year too. No, he hated the writing and what they were doing to his character, and he felt like he wasn't valued. Okay, I've never watched The West Wing. You Would haven't? that be good to go back and watch, or is it too dated now? Uh, or like Veep, I've never watched the whole thing. Oh, oh Veep is hysterical. Veep. I've watched parts of it, but never the whole thing. Yeah. You know, the West Wing, it was on a long time. I, I know like, it was. Yeah. Alice and Janney. Yeah. Martin, know, Martin Sheen. Sheen. There's a lot of good people on it, but he, he, uh, the best thing I ever did. And, and he was written out in season four with his character running for Congress. So at least they gave him an out because then he did come back. And he says he loves this Texas 411 or 911 yeah. Lone Star. He likes that Texas a lot. That show, I've watched them both. They're good, but they are so beyond believable, the situations they yeah. get into. You really have to have an imagination to right. like that show. Right. But it's good. All right, there we go. There we, we go. We have, we have spoken. It's time to take a break, and we'll be back.